on cooter. School me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie. True pimp, spin no dough on the booty. And I'm yell, there go mace, there go your cutie. Vaping, like I know that I saw some stuff that was like the ones that were being targeted in the news with like the deaths and you know quote unquote major injuries or illness sort of things had a lot to do with what they call they called them like black market. So you're like not buying them from a registered like jewel dealer. Well, like a govern like government based kind of dealership, I guess is the best way of putting it. Um, like government seller, I don't know. Anyways, fact is, is I guess there were, I want to say vitamin E or something like that was in it. I guess that's really okay. bad for your bloodstream or your lungs maybe. I'm not sure. As well as like obviously water. So you're getting like water vapor in your lungs, which if you get water in your lungs. I don't think you can get back out. They just hang upside down for a bit and it just falls out, no? You know, I always wondered about this because it's like, how many people have, like, choked on water when they were drinking? You know, it actually, everyone says, goes down the wrong pipe. Yeah. It's like, do I just have water in my lungs? Like, how does that get out? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, you know. You know? And then it's like, telling you. is I it heard, really that bad? I heard this... Does it evaporate, dry out, you know? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's one of those things that they say is bad, but yeah, how do you get it out? Yeah. They vacuum it out sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the vaping world's a bit of a different one, though. Not, not that I know much about it outside of, like, the few friends I have that do it. It's just like... Yeah, I heard there was one guy whose lungs just disintegrated. Disintegrated. Nah, I'm just playing. I made that up. That seems super <laughs> made up. <laughs> he just was breathing, and then they stopped, and he died, and they opened him up, and they're like, this guy don't no got lungs. no lungs. There's no lungs. <laughs> just zero lungs left. That's like a vape info or public service announcement, I swear. <laughs> to scare people away from ever vaping. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, switching gears here, Maddie. Did you hear this rumor that Will Smith is involved in a reboot or some sort of spinoff yes. to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes, and I don't like it, Tarek. No? You don't like it? No, I'll man. I'll be honest. I'm skeptical. I am very skeptical. But I've been watching The Fresh Prince, as some of you may know, and boy, is it funny. I just, I was laughing so yep. hard today. It's like, very... And it's funny because all of Will's mannerisms are all the same still. You know? Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's like, Will Smith is what makes that show so good. It's so good. Here's my problem, Tarek, okay? I think I've gotten frustrated with the lack of creativity within the world of Hollywood. Yeah, that's fair. I get really annoyed. Another reboot. Well, another... not only just that it's another reboot, but it's like that show works so well because of Will Smith, his antics, exactly what you just said, his mannerisms, the the comedy at the time. You could be a little more loose. Some of those jokes are pretty <laughs> a, a little racy at times. Yeah, they're not too bad um, yet, though. No, but it's more just the fact that like you got to remember this was on network television. Yeah. So it's like you can only get away with so much without starting yep. to like add inference to your comedy yeah, as to yeah. like lead people to think further than than what you're allowed to actually say. So and and I really think that the the biggest components were you know obviously Will Smith, obviously Carlton, and then that relationship that he had with Uncle Phil 
throughout the yep. entire thing, right? Like yep. those three guys alone could have just ran that show. And let's be real, when you think about the screen time, those three guys are probably I would argue that's true. well over three quarters of the of the Yeah, that's like that's they're, all, they're in every scene almost. One of those three guys. <laughs> well Will's in every scene pretty much, yeah. Yeah, just a boat. And so it's like I guess my point is is that like if you want to try and reboot that immediately people our age and older who grew up with it immediately start to think of what it was and it's going to get compared and it's like you have to have actors that are just as dynamic just as funny and it just it'll never live up to it well that's the problem i think is there's so much hype yeah and it's like how do you live up to that hype it's like it could, this could be really funny but if it's not the best thing if it's not better than the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is like such a huge bar you're setting for yourself, then people aren't going to like it. And it's very It'll be difficult interesting, though, to replicate. It's, it's like, can Will Smith be in a show? He can't, like, you can't do, like, it's got to be a spinoff or if He'd Will have Smith's to be in it because... the uncle cause, role. Yeah, because can he be, and that's weird, though. Can he be in a show nope. and not be the lead? No, he's Will Smith. Either he's just doing cameos every once in a while and he's executive producing, or he's not acting in it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, how does he at his age play that fresh prince character he can't and so it's like maybe they do something different but like a lot of his antics are just being that young dumb kid and it's like i can't see how you flip that but i you know i, I, I just because i can't say it doesn't mean it's not possible but it's like yeah will smith is beyond being a supporting actor in anything you know okay. it's like let me take a real controversial turn on you is will smith deep down a bad actor Oh, of course okay. not. Let me defend my let me defend that statement because I know wow. I I knew you would go bad, and I'm not trying to go bad on Will. I love Will Smith, but name me the last good movie he did. That's true. He's Outside getting a lot of black lately okay. because he has not had a, a hit movie here's in a the long thing. time. Everyone is all pumped about this Gemini man, and it I heard it got bad reviews. I never yeah. I never got to see it. It's a box office flop. Yeah, it's, and and it's like. He hasn't had a good hit since the pursuit of happiness. Oh man, that's that like is 10 over plus ten ago. years ago. Yeah, and before that, he hadn't had a good hit since I might argue like Independence Day. No, you give me all the big name. Will- oh, Ali, Ali was a good one. What he killing give me, me, man? Give me the big, give me the big ones that were great. Give me the ones that were good. I'm, I'm not even just saying. Critical. Bad. Ooh, Hitch was good. You're right. You're right. Yep. Hitch. Bad, Bad Boys, Boys Two was good. Two. Uh, Wild Wild West. No. I'm how dare you? Wild Wild West. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, there's some other ones in there that I can't think of. That I... Shark Tale movie where he did the voice was pretty good. Oh my Remember gosh. Shark? Did you watch that Shark Tale one? Yeah, I actually own it. I think here on my shelf. There you go. Oh wow, you brought it all the way to Alberta with you from BC. Listen, listen. <laughs> my point is. I That's a box we... in your parents' basements forever kind of movie, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it on there. I just looked. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my, my point is, is when we look back at Will Smith's filmography, I think we will see more stinkers than good ones on there. Now, don't get me wrong. No, I don't think he's the there yet. High, but the lows are pretty low, Tarek. Yo, he had um, that AE was the beginning of the end. Hancock wasn't that good, but I don't think it was bad. That one he did. What was the one he did with his son with the oh, monsters? After Earth. Yeah, After Earth. A.E. Yeah. My bad. Okay. No, Anyways, no, that no, one sucked. Everybody knows that. And that was kind of the beginning of the shitty movies for Will. 
Seven um, pounds wasn't very good. Oh, seven pounds wasn't bad. It was touching, I thought it was, but it wasn't very good. Yeah, it's very dramatic. I think it was well received though. Um, Le- I am Legend. That was a good one. That was Ooh, a really good Legend one. I am Legend was really good. You're right. You're right. And that's, that's a challenging one. He was all by himself in that movie. I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, I just think that Will Smith has had a lot of steamers in the last ten Lately. years. Hey, he had a he had a hit movie this year though, Aladdin. I mean, it's ensemble cast. You know, exactly. he didn't, but what but did we like, just say? What did you just say? Will Smith can't be. I don't think he was a supporting, a supporting actor. actor. I haven't actually seen the movie, so I can't really speak to you it. You might be, lie. actually. You know, you're right. I would say ensemble cast, not supporting, because he's definitely not the main character, but he's also definitely not a supporting character. How much it's of like your the, Will it's the genie in Aladdin. bias is coming into this argument? It could be. But it's like when you think of the movie Aladdin, the genie is a, is a yes. you know what I mean? Like, Very central character. I'm not denying yeah. that. But what I am saying is that he's but not for the sure lead. Aladdin and Jasmine. It's not right. called genie. He's not the lead. It's called yeah, Aladdin. Like the movie starts, I mean, the spoilers, but whatever. It starts Who cares? with it's Will Smith on a boat with his wife, apparently, and his kids. And he's like telling them, a, they're like, tell us a story about the lamp. And then he's like, okay, I'll tell you the story. And then that's how the movie starts. Like, it's all from, you know what I mean? Like, so even that sort of nod to his character or whatever. Right. I don't know. It could be some Will Smith bad bias. I, Either I, way. I guess my point is, I'm just saying, you know what would really hurt me is if. Bad Boys 3 isn't good. Well, that would be it devastating. Was, it would be devastating, not only for that franchise, but just Will Smith in, in general. And it's like, yeah. I want to see him come back to prominence, but you know what? I won't lie. I think he's a better YouTube slash Instagram star. He's than, pretty good at that stuff. Than he is a movie star. Well, we'll see. I think, I think we got a couple of big hits out of Will Smith yet. Yeah. You know, he's transitioning from... Ah, we're getting so deep into Will Smith Dude, here. I hope people, it's okay. I hope people care. <laughs> people gotta love Will Smith. But the fact is, oh, I think man. we're making a compelling argument because you're one side, I'm the other. That's and true. And all I'm saying is, I think he has to now switch his role to being like, like Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's been in a few good movies where he's just a supporting role. In small roles, like 12 Years a Slave. Ah, interesting. Or interesting. The Big Short, where he plays these I see smaller what you're roles... Where he's part of really bigger and better it. projects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. You know, Bad Boys 2, 3, I actually think it'll be good. It'll be well-received. Those kind of movies, third in a franchise, big action movie, I think it'll it'll do fine at the box office. It'll do well at the box office, let's say. But it's not going to be something he's going to be super proud of. It's not going to be something that's going to get the critics excited. It's not going to bring back Will Smith's career, quote-unquote. No. And so that's the thing. It's what he's got in the, in the pipeline. Excuse me, pipeline that I'm really interested. You know, maybe I should look that up right now. Yeah. Apologize for the typing, listeners, but I am immediately looking at Will Smith's IMDb page to see what's in the pipeline. I think he just needs to learn how to be a better supporting role. You know, here's you know a crazy that... fact for people. Here's two roles that Will Smith was allegedly supposed to do, but I don't know if he turned them down or well, he must have turned them down because he was at the peak of his powers. But number one, most people know this by now, but he was actually supposed to be Neo in the Matrix series, which, let's Turn be real. Turn that down to do Wild Wild West on yeah. purpose. So, Keanu Reeves, one, you know, I got to say, without that, I don't think Keanu yeah. Reeves is Keanu Reeves and he's not John Wick. And what would the world be like without Neo or John Wick as Keanu Reeves? But here's the second one. Did you know that he was supposed to be Michael Scott in The Office? No. I kid you not, you can look it up. 
I wow. Could you? See, I don't know. And if it's that, like that would be not a good one. Steve wow. Carell is the most perfect Michael Scott ever. He is. Ugh, I don't know if he could have done that. I know, right? Yeah. But that's a legit one. People can look that up. Maybe I'm lying. Oh. Maybe I'm not. But the fact is, I'm quite positive I've read about this that he was I don't he think, was up for yeah. Michael Scott. That style of humor, I love that awkwardness. Like I can't see him being that guy. No, but he could never anyways. do it. He's he just got a. He's just too much charisma, you know. Anyways. Anyway. Okay, so I'm looking at his, I'm looking at his filmography. Okay. He's got this Pixar movie coming out, Spies in Disguise. I don't know if you've seen that one. No, I haven't. He's like a spy who gets turned into a pigeon or something. <laughs> well, it's know. Pixar though, so it's you know it's going to be a hit. Yeah, it'll be a hit. Those kids, parents just need stuff to do with their kids. It's just like they can put out anything and then it'll sell. But the thing uh, is, is a movie tell me, called tell King me a Richard. bad Pixar movie. Uh, yeah, I don't really watch them that much okay, anymore. King Richard, though. That's about tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams. Oh, about their, their dad. Their dad, Richard. Yeah, for those so that don't be know. That'll be a tough one, a good, um, I don't know, biography type movie. For those that that'll don't know, Ser- Venus and Serena Williams raised in Compton, and their dad is known as being like one of the toughest dads in sports one of the most critical dads and was one of the most difficult like parents to deal with in sports. So that would oh, really? be very interesting. Oh yeah, he's he's a very well documented man for his difficulty when dealing with his daughters cuz I'm pretty sure he managed or coached both of them or whatever um up until like their stardom. So needless to say, that should be very interesting because that could that could maybe get him some Oscar buzz. Oh, there you go. Go will. Next one he's got. This is pre. These are all pre-production now. This none of this is. Oh yeah. This even is... done yet? But the council. I haven't even heard of this one. It's no, uh, he plays not. a fellow named Nicky Barnes. It sounds like a mob movie, so it's right up your alley, Maddie. It's Ooh, uh, love a good mob. The never before still the never before told story of crime syndicate consisting of seven black men who ruled Harlem in the 1970s and 80s, Ooh. and it focuses on Nicky Barnes, Mister Untouchable. So, I mean, pre-production still. Another Bad Boys movie's in there, pre-production. Bright 2, which was a Netflix original that was a bit of a sci-fi movie. Here's the thing. I kind of liked Bright. It wasn't my favorite. I didn't mind it. I I, I didn't mind it. It was good enough for me to be like, I wasn't mad that I didn't feel like I wasted two hours of my life. Fair enough. Like, again, okay, not going to be. Wouldn't watch it again, but I still liked it. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I think this... uh, to bring this full circle, I think this speaks to a, a just a wide-reaching problem in Hollywood where it used to be you could put guys like Will Smith or Brad Pitt or, you know, Jennifer Aniston or, yeah, it was just like you get a big star, you could do an original movie, put some quality behind it, and you've got something. But it's so hard now to build an original movie, um, like original, not a sequel, not a remake, not a book, like original from from scratch even if you have the big names behind it you know and that's the thing so you see it done but only in the in the smaller budget space because yeah. people don't want to risk the money for it right so you got a big expensive movie like gemini man and it is going to lose millions and millions of Absolutely. dollars right and so yeah it's just a different time period you know well you it's, know there's so many things that go into i've learned so much about movies actually recently thanks to uh if anyone knows who kevin smith is he was a he's a director he's 
best known for his role as Silent Bob in the show Jay and Silent Bob. Right, um, right. He he did a bunch of indie flicks all through the '90s and stuff like that, and he just did his latest one called Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. And he was talking about how like I think he had like ten mil to put this movie together, and I mean he's got some pretty big name actors and actresses in this film uh, for small little cameos because they've been in a number of his movies uh, throughout the '90s and whatnot, including none other than Ben Affleck. Oh, cool! Uh, but the fact is, he was talking about how he couldn't do a wide release because it's tens of millions of dollars to put your movie in like a number of theaters. And they thought, yeah, let's do it a different way. So they're actually doing a tour, him and the other star of the show, Jason Muse. And they're actually, okay. they're going to theaters all throughout America. And even, I believe they're actually coming to Medicine Hat. I kid you not, Tarek. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and what they're doing is they're showing the movie and you get to watch it with them. And then they do like a Q&A at the end. What? Okay, yeah. they come to Medicine Hat. We got to go. It's a cool idea, I don't even right? know what they're talking about. I don't they, know anything about the movie. You'd have to watch a couple of these cool. movies over Christmas. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's an I, interesting idea. I thought it was He's a right. really neat idea. And yeah, like, and you know, that's the thing. Because distribution is a big issue for movies. That's maybe something people don't think about. And that's why, you know, a lot of movies are made... You know, you go to these film festivals and then, you know, a big studio then picks it up at that point. You know what I mean? Like but it, that's where the power of Netflix and Amazon and these other streaming services are totally become a huge help because the distribution is in everyone's house. Yeah. Like take, for instance, The that's Irishman, which is coming out. Now, that obviously has guys like Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci and Al Pacino in it. So you probably don't need a Netflix, but Netflix is the one who believed in it the most. Martin Scorsese's directing it. Is it just another mob movie? It is, yes. But the fact is, it's like you have so much star power that you could probably just put that out in theaters and then to, you know, whatever, take the regular yep. route and you'd be fine. But it's a Netflix movie. So it goes into theaters here, I think this Friday, and then two weeks from now, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix for everyone to enjoy. So it's like it's a different That's cool. It's a different way of doing it, but it's like being able to be partners with a Netflix or an Amazon, I think, opens the doors a lot because it gets to so many screens that way, which is just people's houses. Yeah, that's a huge distribution. And I mean, they're probably putting it in theaters just so, I mean, it sounds like they're just trying to get get make sure it's an Oscar contender or these contender for award season in general. Uh, and that's the big thing that is tough though is that to win awards, you can't you can't just be on a streaming service. No. And it's tough to I don't know right? if you knew this, but Amazon Prime, I just found this out a few weeks ago, is one of the only um, video platforms that will have stuff in theaters and on Amazon Prime or whatever. Yeah. Like you can they're not they're not as protective of their IP that way. No. I don't know if that's the best way of describing it. But either way, like the big sick, for example, that was an Amazon movie. I don't oh, know if you heard about that. That was a good movie. That. Yeah, I it's enjoyed good. that one actually. Look it up if you haven't heard of it. It's uh, it's a good indie style feeling type film. Yep. I can never pronounce that dude's last name, but his first name's Kumal. Kumal Nanjiani. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love him. Love his uh, cadence and the way he, his humor is funny. He's very funny. Fine. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um. Yeah. We we keep going down this rabbit hole. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know if you knew this. Apple TV Plus came out last oh. couple weeks. Is that something you've gotten? I don't have an Apple I'm device not, to I'm watch it. I'm not that but... hyped about it. No? Here's my thing. They have this original content that doesn't actually look that good. 
and I don't know what else they're offering. They don't they don't have like they're a not. library of film and TV like a Netflix or an Amazon or. Crave. So they're just going original. Hey? They're just at this point, anyways. It seems like they're just going original, and they're not hyping it up with anything else than these like four different shows. One being, uh, I can't remember. It's like. It's some sort of news-based show that has, I know, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell in it. And then they've got got some big names. Then they've got this weird nomadic-looking movie with Jason Momoa, and I think everyone's blind or something like that. And then Yeah, I heard that was supposed to be the next Game of Thrones type of deal is what they were going for. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I've watched all these previews and trailers, and I just, I don't get hyped about any of them. None of them are like, oh, man, I can't wait to watch this. I'm going to pay the $6 a month or whatever to see it. Like, none of that gets me excited. So right. at this point, oh, fair like, enough. I got to go get a new phone oh. this fall at some point. So I'm going to go buy an iPhone. Oh, so, you'll, so and then, then you'll, get my, you'll get access for a year. I'll get my free one year, which here's the thing. I will say this about Apple. That was a really smart move on their behalf. Yes. They don't have the uh, they don't have the catalog of old stuff to get people on there, so... You know, now they can get people on there just by default. Exactly. And hopefully they'll hang so you, on to it. Yeah. So you get a free year. I'm thinking to myself, well, I might as like if I'm going to buy a new phone anyways, I might as well get this one year and try it out and see what I think of it. Absolutely. And if it sucks, then I just get rid of it. But they now have a year to get me interested. Yeah. And so it's it'll be great. It'll be we'll see what it has to offer. And if it sucks in six months, I might just even try and cancel it, even if it's free because it's like fair enough you know anyways whatever let's well then i mean more streaming stuff but next week this time depending on when you're listening to this episode disney plus is coming out across north america all of north america are you sure it's just not the united states no i was looking i was like ah it's always this way you see all the articles canada's getting disney plus at the same time wow stand by for typing as i'm gonna type this again but um Disney Plus release date. Um, but yeah, I think that's the big thing. Yeah, November 12th is set to launch in Canada, Netherlands, and the U.S. Wow. Um, and then just seven days later in Australia and New Zealand. Man, that's wild. The Netherlands, what a weird <laughs> I was at the one country that to... them. Although, you know, in terms of English-speaking yeah, outside they are of English basically country, English-speaking people. Yeah, the Dutch are pretty good at English. Anyways... Um, so yeah, I mean that one, the original content looks good in that it's based off of, you know, um, universes that people already love. I was just going to say very proven franchise. Marvel. That's a big thing. Yeah. And then all the movies are people's favorites and, you know, so it's like, that's going to be one I feel like will quickly become a staple in everybody's streaming. Like, I don't know if anyone's going to always be talking about their new stuff and how good it is, but it's kind of like. Netflix now it's kind of like the the base you know you start with Netflix you start yeah. with Disney plus and it's like everybody will have it because it's just got a lot of stuff that everybody kind of likes you know what I mean yeah and the funny part I feel is like it's just a staple I, I barely watch any Netflix anymore oh really yeah believe it or not but you still have Netflix or no I do but I don't pay for it my buddy I won't say his name I was about to just drop his name uh I got a buddy who pays for it, and he just hooked me up with his login info so that I can watch it. That's how it's been for probably almost ten years now, and uh, and I've I've been very appreciative to him. But uh, fact is, is that yeah, I I just don't get super pumped for a lot of the stuff that Netflix has anymore. 
Not even the old stuff, like How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I watch a little How I Met Your Mother, but yeah. Fresh Brooklyn. Prince of Bel-Air. That's no. the thing. It's like The Office. It's all on there. See, I have watched The Office recently, but not a lot of it. I, I, just don't, I guess I just don't get hyped for a lot of that stuff. I like to yeah, watch new yeah. stuff. I've been watching a lot of HBO. Oh, okay. Because you fancy pants, eh? Jeez. I know. I've been really trying to get into some of this stuff, like this show Succession. Which I think you might get a kick out of it, but it's also it's pretty dark. But it's like corporate. Okay. It's like kind of nerdy about business. That's why I like it. Oh, fair enough. So okay. Anyways, let's let's change gears. Let's quit talking All about right. TV and movies. Okay. Um, what talk but about. I think we can both agree that Will Smith is not as good as he once was. Well, let's certainly move not on. the box office. <laughs> Still pretty cool when you talk. I'm gonna try and totally power, pull a power move and just cut you off and keep moving towards a different <laughs> direction. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here's the thing, dude. Got new coworkers in my office. Okay. I won't name names. I don't. I don't think they probably would appreciate that. But here's my thought. What are your thoughts on new new coworkers? What do you mean? Do you mean feel like they're... Do you, did you ever have, like, school classes where you had a new kid show up, like, partway through the year? <laughs> Not really. I remember, like, I went to a small school. I remember we had a kid show up in, like, grade 11. It was, like, a small class. And it was, like, I almost felt bad for the kid. Yeah. Um, because it was, like, he didn't really... You know, everybody already knows their friends and stuff. That's tough. Yeah. We had some... We had a couple new students these were girls who showed up in like grade eight grade nine or maybe grade nine grade ten or something like that similar deal they ended up being friends with each other and they made some friends in the class too eventually because that's three years together but it was kind of like they kind of got left out yeah okay well i guess it's more just fact that like that's sometimes how i feel about it is that you know i got these new coworkers, they're very cool people i've really enjoyed getting to know them i share an office space with one of them uh, so that's also been different to share a space with someone when you're used to having your own space. It's like going from having your own room to sharing it with someone. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. You know, it's it's a little different. You got to learn to... All your bad habits come out, eh? Ah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You got to also like learn to compromise. You got to learn to share. And I mean, it's only been two days, so it's really not been that bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just getting to learn to almost live amongst one another. So... Yeah, but I guess I was just going to say, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's just, it's different when you get new coworkers. Like, in a, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I mean, sometimes I worry, too, like, if it's got a good vibe in the in the workspace, it's like, well, I hope this new person just fits, fits right in and doesn't mess that up. Or it's like, sometimes it can be competitive, too. You're like, man, I hope this guy doesn't shoot it lights out and make me look bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. You go, right? And so it's like, it's a little bit of, yeah. <laughs> it's totally true. But at the same mm. time, I mean, these people, I'm very positive about these people. They're they're pretty great. And, I mean, I think they're going to work out just fine in our, our work environment and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I guess I was just thinking about it. It's like it's kind of a different experience every time you get someone new because even at my last office, you know, I witnessed some new people come in and they did not last very long. And it's just like it's super awkward Ugh. when they just like – Yeah, that is weird. They like last, you know, two to three months. Just before the probationary. Yeah. And you're like, Ooh, yeah, just well. before the probationary. Yeah, everybody, so-and-so is not coming in anymore. 
All right, next order of business is... uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, the funniest was my last office, we had this thing called an in-and-out board. So you could see who was in, who was out. Everyone's name was listed, and you just clicked to your status every day. So, you you know, when you get in, change it to in. When you leave, whatever. Um, And it was always a thing where you'd show up, and, like, it didn't happen often, but you'd show up, and all of a sudden their name was missing off the in-and-out board. Oh, and you just and you're knew. Like, dun, dun, like, dun. That's funny. Oh, uh, or I'd be at school. This is the fun. Well, it's not the funniest, but it's like it's the most cringy. Is I was at school at one point, and uh, I was checking my work email, and all of a sudden it was so and so was let go today. You know, there was this quick little blurb, and uh, we wish them we wish them the best in their future endeavors, sort of thing. And I was like, oh my gosh. So Ugh. I immediately text a friend of mine in the office and I'm like, what happened? And he goes, <laughs> he's like, it was super awkward. He says, our our boss at the time comes up to him and just says, hey, so listen, I need you to help you know, this now dismissed coworker carry their stuff down to their car. Oh my god! Just gosh. out of nowhere. <laughs> this is one, how he finds out that his coworker is no longer an employee there. Now he's got to be the consoler, you know, the, hey, man. <laughs> and so he's carrying stuff down. Meanwhile, this coworker is in tears, crying as they, care, like, share the elevator to get down. <laughs> and he's just like, well, this is the most awkward elevator ride of my uh, life. And it was that just, is unbelievable. I just remember him being like, oh, I hope they never do that to me again. And it was like, ooh. That's- that is incredible. And so, you know, it's funny. Uh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 I was just going to say, like, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I think of stuff like that, and it's like, guys, let's let's think this through just a little better next time. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You're like, come back after hours. <laughs> I don't know, something. Like, nobody wants to see that walk of shame, right? You know, like, That's exactly it. Walk through the whole office with your box oh of my stuff. Gosh, you know? I know guys who've quit in our office, they've done that. You know, we haven't had anybody really let go, but like anyone who's quit, it's just been like, yeah, this, if you go to a competitor, we don't let you do your two weeks, right? And it's just like, get out of here. And so then you stop seeing them and then they get their stuff after hours and you don't really, you know what I mean? Like they just make it very discreet. I know when I first started in banking, it was wild. It was like, I started in like an October or something and then... October 31, most banks, all the big banks in Canada, it's the year end, all bonuses are paid in early December, mid-December. The day of bonus payouts on my first year in banking, it was just like I came to work and I was like, <laughs> you know, there's like three or four people. Maybe not that many, but there's like a bunch no. of people just missing. And that's the day people quit. <laughs> wow. After they got the yeah. check. Yeah, as soon as the bonus goes into your bank account, the people just don't come out. to work. And it's like, it's because, I don't know if the bonus is canceled if you're quitting. But once it's in your account, it's in your account. And then everybody just knows, like, hey, because you're in banking, you're going to go to banking. I'm with Bank of Nova Scotia. I'm going to RBC. Here's my two weeks. And they're like, you can just leave. We're not going to let you work two weeks here and get all your client names. You can't, like, take the stuff with you, but you can memorize it. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Or whatever. And so every it, doesn't happen too, it hasn't happened too often lately. But every bonus day, I was interested to see if there's going to be any significant turnover, right? Because it gets three quarters of the way through the year, maybe more than that. And then it's like, ah, unless you're getting a huge signing bonus, you you kind of want to wait till your bonus at the end of the year. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. Um, 
especially for a guy like you, you've you've been in banking for enough years to know kind of what to expect bonus wise. Yeah. And so it's like yeah. even for yourself, it's like, man, I want to see that bonus before like yeah. you know, well you just leave that on the table? Come on now. Well that's the thing. You put in a hard six to eight months and then it's just like, yeah, you're this is coming to you or you just leave yeah. it on the table, right? Oh, and I know a lot of banks when they're taking other employees, they have to pay those just to get yeah. people to move. Because so it's like a lot of table to leave, and that's fine. A lot of money to leave on the table, that's fine. But it's just funny because that day is always just like in my head. I'm like, I wonder if everyone's going to be here. Who's going to leave? What's going to happen? You know? Dude, so. well, you'll have to tell. We'll have to have a special bonus day episode. Hope so. I hope some people quit that are far enough away that it doesn't affect my life in the negative. <laughs> just good for the good for the podcast. Not good for, for the... not going to. Yeah. It's all about the pod, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Well, rather than get long-winded, I feel like we should just maybe wrap her for the folks at home. And uh, if you guys want to leave us a lovely review, feel free to We'd do love so. It. Send us Five a... stars and up. Exactly. If you're not going to do five stars, just don't do it, please. Find those mean, DMs on IG. Just do kidding. It. If you want to do four to four and a half stars, I won't complain with that either. But if we start yeah. to wander into that three star territory, I'm a, I'm gonna be pissed. Just send us an email. Send us yeah. an email. Tell me how I can improve, and I'll click the trash button real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter that I never check. Slide into those DMs. Do it. And uh, you guys. Yeah, let us know if there's anything you want to hear us talk about. Anyways, school me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie. True pimp, finna dough on the hootie. Yeah, we go mace, there go your cutie.